Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope this finds you doing well. This is going to be the very first episode on this podcast, and my focus in the beginning stages is going to be the story of Abraham, the man who is known as the father of faith. This is such a beautiful title. If you are a Christian, if you are a disciple of Christ, then you do understand how important it is to have faith in God. Faith is the starting point of everything I believe in Christianity. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. But then I want you to remember this. I'm not a perfect Christian. I am not a perfect disciple of Christ. Having a podcast does not make me a better Christian or a better disciple than you are. I probably sin as much as you or even more than you do. But one thing that keeps me in the faith is the grace of God. Not my works, but the grace of God alone. So, let's get into this episode. Take your Bible and open to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who curses you, I will curse. And by you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. The faith of Abraham is one that has been spoken by Christians in every age. The Jews love to talk about it. The Christians today love to talk about it, irrespective of of denomination. And Abraham is one of the popular names in the Old Testament. As a child, I was taught a song about Father Abraham and that he had many sons and also that I am one of them. It is a beautiful song and I think teaches us in some way the doctrine of adoption into sonship with Christ. Abraham was not a perfect man. He was just like any other man on the surface of the earth and the Lord appeared to him in Mesopotamia and called him out. One thing that fascinates me is that the call of Abraham is more than a call to leave his country and family. It was a call to live a life he once knew and was comfortable with. It was a call from death unto life. The Bible says that God said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation. Now, who is Abram? Abram was a rich man living in his almost perfect life. He had everything he needed. He lacked no quote-unquote good thing in his life. He was rich. He had many cattle. That was how riches were measured in those days. Job was rich and he had a lot of cattle. Therefore, what would compel a man like Abram, a rich man, to leave his home and his country? There is this thing I call the Ghanaian dream. So what is the Ghanaian dream? 
it is the dream of many Ghanaians to work hard, save a little, and then fly to Europe to make money, and then visit Ghana in December to enjoy the fruits of their labor, and then fly back to Europe. That is the Ghanaian dream, and many Ghanaians listening to this right now will agree with me. So why this dream? Why this dream? Because in part, the country in some way is not helping its citizens economically, especially in the availability of jobs. Hence, 80% or maybe even more of the Ghanaian population want to leave. And I understand this mindset. But do I want to leave Ghana also? I'm not certain. The Ghanaian dream has never been a dream of mine to leave family and everyone to a land flowing with quote-unquote milk and honey. I am so attached to this country, its people and my family that it would be difficult for me, though I have no properties, no houses, no attractive bank accounts, it will be difficult for me to leave. But here is Abraham. Abraham is not or was not the man you would say had the Sodom and Gomorrah dream, a man who had everything you can materially think of, and he is called by God to go to a land that will be shown to him. He was to leave everything he knew and loved dearly, leave, leave his, um, his brick-and-mortar house to live in a land as a stranger, and live in mountains and sleep in tents. Now, mind you, when the call of Abraham came, it wasn't that he was going to leave his country and then be given a land. The Bible says, I will show you a land. That was what God said. This test, all right, this test of faith is a big one. It is in this one sentence, can a man leave everything and cling to the Lord his God? This is why I say this was more than just a call to leave his country. It was a call to leave and cling to the one who, who has called him out. In the book of Joshua, we understand that Abraham and his family did not worship the one true God, but they worshipped idols. The call, therefore, was a call from death to life. It was a call of faith. If Abraham had disobeyed, he would not have pleased God in any way. For the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, a man in sin cannot come to God. Without faith, a man will reject God. But Abraham did not reject the call, but said yes to the call. Staying in a home that worshipped false gods was not going to bring any benefit to him. Abram leaving his father's house was for his own good and for his own gain. The man who would depart from his sin and cling unto God might lose everything in this life but gain everything at the same time. The Savior of the world said, them that lose their lives for his sake will find true life. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for the sake of God, you will find it. Natural affection for your past life must be gone for divine grace to operate in your life. 
Matthew Henry writes that our country is dear to us, our kindred, dearer, and our father's house, dearest of all, and yet they must all be hated. That is, we must love them less than Christ, hate them in comparison with him, and whenever any of these come in competition with him, they must be postponed and the preference given to the world and honor of the Lord Jesus. Everything must be forsaken, every sin and thing that weighs us down must be forsaken. Our Lord and Savior in his own words said, If our right eye offended us, we ought to pluck it out and throw it away, for it is much more profitable for us to lose our sight than our whole bodies tossed into hell. This should warn us about the severity of eternal damnation. Are you willing to part with your dearest sin? Are you willing to leave it all behind? No, I am not saying stop working. Working for the glory of God is not a sin and neither is it secular. The only secular thing is sin. But is Christ your treasure? Do you trust God? The world and everything is passing away. Everything is passing, but God is going to remain forever. The call of Abram was a call of separation, a test of faith, to live and cleave unto God, to depend continually on God until he breathes his last. The Bible tells us that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. This is beautiful indeed. If a wife found is a beautiful thing, imagine finding God. Just imagine that. If you are listening to this right now and you have not given your life to God and have not believed on his son, then this is the right time to repent and surrender all to Jesus. Spend this time in prayer. For no man, no one man was saved without prayer. A beautiful and short prayer was the prayer of the thief on the cross. Remember me in paradise. A beautiful prayer was what Saul of Tarsus prayed and God sent to him Ananias. A beautiful prayer is a prayer unto salvation. Pray that prayer today. You will know what to say if you have been convicted to repent of your sin and leave all your burdens and cling to Christ Jesus alone. Abraham left everything that weighed him down. He left and clung to God and depended on him for the rest of his mortal life. And today, he is in the heavens. He is with God. He left sin and that meant leaving his old company. For bad company corrupts good morals. Leaving sin will cost us. Abraham left brick buildings and stayed in tents. But oh, what awaits us in glory? What awaits us in glory is worth every tent we sleep in today. Give your life to Christ today. Now, before I end this episode, let me just add this. We are all servants to something or someone. We all obey something or someone. We are all slaves to something or someone. Being slaves is who we are. We are naturally slaves 
to something or someone. We only need to find the right master to serve. We only need a master we never deserved. A master who bought us so costly. And I recommend Jesus. Be a disciple of his today. God be with you. Amen.